Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hey, real quick, this episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Hello, hello, and welcome to the new Mindset Who Dis podcast. My name is Case Kenny at case.kenny on Instagram. And this is my weekly podcast where I create short, no BS episodes dedicated to helping you be the person you're meant to be, leave your comfort zone and live a fulfilling and purposeful life. Let's go. Welcome to episode 214. Hello, my friend. Welcome to a new episode of New Mindset Who Dis, a podcast where I share my feelings. I talk about what I'm learning or thinking uh, in the hopes that it turns around and it helps you in some small way. And today, I wanted to do an episode that it, that's in reaction to a bunch of the questions you all have been sending me, asking me, DMing me, texting me. And by far, the most common question I've been getting is something along the lines of how to get over a breakup or how to get over an ex or how to pull yourself together after a relationship that fell apart or a relationship that never was or somewhere in between or being ghosted. Like, how do you move on from that? And I don't know if it's quarantine and we have all this time to think about exes or text our exes or creep them on Instagram or, you know, think about the folks who have ghosted us or the shitty dates we've been on or what. But uh, it's a really hot topic lately. So, I've kind of circled this, honed in on it. And today, I want to do an episode on closure. Closure. Like, how the heck can you get closure in your life so that you can move on and be free and be happy? How can you officially end a chapter in your life, no matter how long or short it is, so that you can move on to the next one? So, I want to talk about this, um, but as always, I'd, I'd be remiss if I didn't remind you that uh, I am not a relationship <laughs> relationship expert, uh, clearly. I'm like the furthest thing from it, so I can't tell you what to do that would be irresponsible and it wouldn't be helpful, but as with all things I talk about, what I can do is give you questions to ask yourself and perspective to consider, and that's helpful because what I'm going to share with you has been really helpful for me. And while it hasn't like helped me in the sense that like I'm married now with kids doing seminars on how to date, it has helped me enjoy 
the process um, or at minimum hate it less, right? And that's half the battle, you know, keeping your mind right, your soul right, being happy as you go through these experiences. So, I think this will be helpful for you uh, talking about closure. We all want it. Uh, we all need it, frankly, so that we could stop clinging to the past and instead embrace the present and embrace the future. So, I'll hop right into it. Uh, just a quick thank you uh, for all the questions, the DMs, the texts, the ratings, the reviews. It really has been nuts lately. So, thank you. And thank you for checking out newmindsethoodist.com. Um, I've got another really exciting thing quote thing coming in the next month on newmindsethoodist.com. So, stay tuned for that and thank you. Uh, but in the meantime, just your support means so much to me. Uh, so, thank you for subscribing. Thank you for sharing the podcast with your friends. That's it. Thank you so, so much. But let's not talk about me. Let's talk about closure. Closure. And I'm specifically talking about closure in regards to relationships. It could be a breakup. It could be an almost was relationships. It could be a two dates and then a you're ghosted type relationship. You name it. The question is, how do you move on? How do you let go? How do you come to peace with what happened or what didn't happen? How do you move past that urge, that temptation to text your ex to have, you know, just one more conversation to find reassurance or, you know, the urge for breakup sex or whatever, you name it. At its core, you know, we need closure of some kind because otherwise that person, that that broken relationship, those memories, they're just like, they're just hanging out. They're living rent-free in your head. And, you know, I don't know about you, but you've got to move them out to make room for better things. That's what closure offers you. And I've heard a lot of advice about closure. And I think the most common is that, um, you know, it's not easy, but you just need to know that you deserve better. You deserve better than what was or what wasn't. And if you just, if you just believe that, you'll find your closure no problem because it'll, it'll come to you like organically. You'll stop looking back and you'll start looking forward because you know that you're worthy and you deserve better. Um, you know, you'll, you'll recover just fine because you'll find someone else and you'll be happy then. And, uh, you know, I, I, I agree with that sentiment, of course, but like, that's not good enough. <laughs> that's, to, that's like advice that's just like, oh, just do better. Just be more successful or whatever. But the question is, how? How? How do you do that? So, how the heck do you actually find closure? How do you close the book on a chapter in your life so that you can focus on your current one and look ahead to future ones? Well, uh, here's, here's what I think. I think, as with a lot of things I talk about on this podcast, I think we need to flip the script on what closure actually looks like what our expectation for closure is. And my take is you don't need closure. You don't actually need closure. At least you don't need it in the way you thought you once did. The way that you might be defining what closure is. Closure, like OG traditional closure looks like an apology from your ex so you can move on. It looks like one final conversation, maybe one more you know, text conversation, one more conversation about what happened or what didn't happen, some kind of reassurance that comes from mutual understanding or figuring out the why or what happened or tying up loose ends. But I really don't think that is the closure you need. It shouldn't be the closure you want either. It's the closure you might think you need and want, but I really don't think it's what you need. You don't need to hear someone else put a period or exclamation mark on that chapter. 
You don't need to hear someone else's reasoning, their frustration, their side of the story again. You don't. Closure isn't what they say. It isn't a conversation you have with someone else. In my mind, closure is yours and yours alone. And it 100% comes from you. And I'll tell you why I believe this in a minute. But let's, let's think about this. Closure comes from what you tell yourself, not what they say. Otherwise, you're like, you're essentially asking for permission to move on. And I think you'd agree that that's no way to live your life. But that's essentially how we've been defining closure, that it comes from them. That's not the case. Closure comes from you, not them. And that's really, really big. And of course, this context here, this is not to say that when a relationship falls apart or whatever happens, whether you initiated it or they initiated it, it was out of left field, you saw it coming, whatever. It's not to say that you need to like cut off communication and don't talk to them and just disappear. That's not what I'm saying at all. Like you could have those conversations for sure, but you're not going to find closure there and you shouldn't look for it there. I don't think you need the closure you think you need. And this is the strange thing I've learned about uh, being human, as if I had something to compare it to. But this is what I think, you know, being human is like, for some reason, we want to hear someone else say it. We want to hear them say it. We want to turn somewhere else to someone else for that final validation, that reassurance that, you know, what's done is done. And that because they feel that way, that we can feel free to feel the same way. And like, so ultimately, I found that we think that closure is something that is given to us, that we receive closure, that we receive closure from them by hearing it or seeing it or agreeing with them on it. But I really don't think that's true. That assumption just like prolongs your hesitation or your pain or your hurt or your regret, whatever emotion you're going through, it moves you from the driver's seat to the passenger seat. You don't receive closure. You create closure. That is what I've learned. You don't receive closure, you create it. You create it yourself, alone, just you. You, yourself, and you. Because in my mind, closure doesn't require an apology, doesn't require, you know, playing the tape back, it doesn't require texting, calling, really anything at that point that involves someone else. Sure, down the line, if you want to reconnect, if you want to talk, like, I get that. Um, I think that could be healthy, actually, down the line. But, like, in the near term, in the months following a relationship... You don't receive closure. You create it yourself. And I really believe this, that closure doesn't come from them. It comes from you. And I was thinking about this some more this morning and just really trying to understand why it is that we tend to want closure of that kind. Like, I get why we tend to think that closure comes from them or is like a mutual thing that you both agree to and that once you find that, then it's like closure and you're good to go. You know, I was thinking about that, that it's in our nature to want validation for our own thoughts. We feel at peace with our own justification when someone else feels the same way. We feel more comfortable and like confident in what happened when someone else feels the same way, when they agree with us or when we can agree with them. You know, we want closure because closure means chapter over, end of story, fiend, you know, maybe not tidy, but it's done. That's what we want. But if uh, you've lived life at all, (laughs) you've probably learned what I've learned that rarely, 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 rarely do you get the closure you're looking for when you expect to find it in someone else. Because the reality of life is that very few things have neat, tidy, 
finalized endings. Very rarely. And so I'm here with this episode to help save you time, certainly, but like your energy and compassion by realizing this and empower you to stop placing your hopes of closure in someone else. Because again, you don't receive closure, you create it. You create your own closure. You create your own closure when you learn that you don't need it like you thought you needed it in the first place. Like closure isn't agreeing with someone that that something happened for a reason or didn't happen or you're both on the same page or that you both can agree to disagree and, and move on. Like that's not the closure you should be seeking. And frankly, that's the that's where the problem happens because when that's your mentality, you do rarely find the closure you want. So I say, let's replace the word closure with peace. Because I, I don't think true closure is is realistic to find, but peace Yeah, you can create your own peace. You could find peace. Hey, real quick, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. And, you know, if you're like me, you're always wishing for more time in life, right? Like, I wish I had more time. I wish I had more time to do blank. I wish, I wish, I wish. And as much as practically having a couple more hours in a day would be cool, a bit more time to do what we love instead of jobs and responsibilities, it begs the question, what would we do with that time? Not just wishful, I want more time, but for what? What would I do with that time? What really matters to me? What brings me joy? What enhances my life instead of just filling time and space with? Well, to answer that question, I think therapy can help. Therapy can help you find what matters so you can do more of it. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash new mindset today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash new mindset. Hey, real quick, this episode is sponsored by Quince. And I'm a pretty simple guy, a man of simple pleasures, but I do occasionally like to dress up and step out. And that's why I'm excited to work with Quince to help me elevate my style without breaking the bank. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And that's why their items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they have all the must-haves like Mongolian cashmere crew neck sweaters from $50, 100% leather jackets, and versatile flow knit activewear. Quince was kind enough to hook me up with a sick gold Cuban bracelet and a really stylish performance flow knit t-shirt. Really my style, simple but with a pop of luxury, and as advertised, it was very affordable. So indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash new mindset for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's quince, Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash new mindset to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash new mindset. You can create peace by embracing the fact that life, love, relationships, those things are chock full of unfinished endings, messy endings, endings with no final chapter, things that just don't make sense, and so on and so on. To try to find closure in those moments is going to be tough. To try to find a period at the end of those sentences right now, when they're in recent hot memory going to be tough because the reality is they might not have a true ending, at least not right now. And yeah, that sucks to hear. Of course, it sucks. And I wish it wasn't the case, but 
we basically double our pain, frustration, regret, hurt, whatever, when we try to find closure instead of peace. When we try to find closure instead of peace. And again, it's human to want closure. Closure means chapter over, book over, you know, moving on. But life, life is about finding the balance between what's meant to be and what's not meant to be. And then making peace with where you end up in that, on that spectrum. And there's a, a nice quote here from Gilda Radner uh, that I really like. She was one of the OG SNL cast members. And she says the following. She says, I wanted a perfect ending. Now I've learned the hard way that some poems don't rhyme. Some stories don't have a clear beginning, middle, and end. Life is about not knowing, having to change, taking the moment and making the best of it without knowing what's going to happen next. I like that because that is really the essence of closure. It's not closing. It's not ending a chapter. Life is about not knowing, having to change, taking the moment and making the best of it without knowing what's going to happen next. So, I really think that true closure True peace is about kind of resisting our human urge to want to close a chapter. It's about resisting the urge to overanalyze, break down what happened, to want an apology, to be on the same page, to find proof, to find reassurance, all those things. Because the reality is some stories don't have an ending. Some parts of life have no answer, no blueprint, no you know final conclusion, at least not right now. Life is filled with loose ends. And I think if you spend your time and your effort, your energy, your compassion, trying to tie those loose ends up, you're going to find yourself even more drained and frustrated than you were to start with. I think you have to make your own peace with what happened by recognizing that you won't always get the answer you want. You won't always get the goodbye you want, the apology you want. You won't always get the opportunity to say what you feel, to give your own apology or whatever is fitting. That's the reality of life. And you know I'm an eternal optimist. I really am. I still am that way despite this kind of somber realization. This doesn't dampen my shine though. doesn't make me smile less or feel less hopeful. It's a simple but powerful understanding of life. That closure has nothing to do with someone else. It has nothing to do with what they say or the realizations they might come to and then pass to you. It has nothing to do with finding proof of what happened or didn't happen or a why. Closure is about creating the peace that you need, not receiving it. It's about creating your own peace by realizing that who you are is not attached to that person giving you closure, agreeing with what you think or, you know, telling you their version of the story. It's, it's not. It's, it's a sorry, not sorry. It's a, a compassionate, self-loving, hey, sorry, not sorry, but this is on me. This isn't about you. This is on me now. Closure is about you. Closure is what you create. It can't be given to you. You can't receive it. It doesn't come to you in the form of an, of an apology or reassurance from someone else. You have to create that reassurance for yourself. And to my point in the beginning, I can't tell you specifically how to create that. I really wish I could. I wish I could say, and here's how you do it. I can't. I don't have some cool case catchphrase that'll do that. I don't, and I, I don't know what happened in your relationship. I, I can't be specific there. Life is complicated. Relationships are complicated. People are complicated. But what I do think is helpful, and the reason that I decided to do this episode is considering this. 
this fact here, this one fact that you don't need the closure you think you need. You don't need to receive what you think you need to receive. No one's going to give it to you. You have to create it yourself. So, it's just, it's a simple mindset tweak. This isn't earth shattering, but it, it shifts your focus from receiving to giving to yourself, creating it yourself. And in my mind, you create it in the form of peace. Peaceful acceptance of the thing, of the very thing we love to fight in life. We love to fight open endings, loose ends, unanswered questions. But I think closure starts when we peacefully accept those things. And most certainly, closure starts with you and it also ends with you. It's a, it's a one-stop shop, shop, one shop with you. You don't need to go back and try to open up a door that you closed. You closed that door for a reason or it was closed on you for a reason. Either way, it's a tough pill to swallow in some instances and in a lot of instances, maybe in most instances. But again, my mission here is to help you, you know, love your life more and to find beautiful, peaceful acceptance of the things that might end up taking you years or decades or even a lifetime to fully understand. But until you can understand them and know why and how and what and all those things, it's time to come to peaceful acceptance of them. That is the closure I think you should be seeking in yourself, creating yourself. And that's it. I think if there's one thing I've learned, it's that when you approach closure from a, a perspective of creating it versus receiving it, I found that you realize that you can find a happy medium in life where what you wanted versus what happened can peacefully coexist. And when that's your mindset, you affirm that you're enough, that that relationship doesn't, didn't define you. And most importantly, that their closure, their reassurance, their apology, their justification has nothing to do with your own affirmation and closure. You are enough. Of course you are enough. You are enough on your own with your own closure, with or without them, with or without theirs, with or without their approval, their reassurance. You could still be hurt by something. Yes, absolutely. You don't need to wipe them from your memory. You don't need to block out the lessons or the thoughts that you have of them. You can be hurt. You could be frustrated. You could be angry. You could feel those things, certainly. But know that you're not going to find closure by revisiting those things with the person who played an integral role in that story in the first place. Maybe down the line, yeah, sure. But now, know that I really think you need to create your own closure. You're not going to receive it. You create your own closure by defining your response to unfinished chapters, to pain, to hurt, to loose endings. And the best way... The best way right now is to find a way to create peace despite those unfinished endings, that you don't need closure from anyone but yourself, that you are strong enough, that you're capable enough, that you're centered enough to live happily in a world where there are answers you've yet to find, words you've yet to speak, uh, reassurances you're, you're still searching for. That's okay, my friend. It's okay because there's peace in that. There's a, a stripping of ego in that. There's a vulnerability in that. And that sets you free to gradually find your own closure, to create your own closure. And it's not easy. It's not overnight. But I think you'll find true closure so much more quicker with less frustration than trying to find it in someone else. You'll find it with much more grace and compassion than looking for it to be given to you. 
So that's it. I'll end it right there. I hope that was helpful, my friend. Um, if you find it helpful, I'd love if you'd share this podcast with one of your friends, tell them to create what they've been looking to receive and that this perspective might be just what they need to hear right now. Of course, as always, let me know what you're thinking on Instagram at case.kenny. Text me, DM me. Thank you for checking out newmindsetwhodis.com. And as always, until next episode, I'm out. had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.